Hello, and welcome to your spiritual journey. Right now, your soul is speaking to you. I'm Jenny Israel, and I'm a medical intuitive, energy healer, spiritual activator, counselor, and teacher. It is my mission to help you learn the tools you need to heal your life and discover your deeper purpose. In each episode, I will allow spirit to speak through me, and we will explore energy forecasting, teach you how to raise your vibration for overall wellness, increase your emotional intelligence to open up joy in your life, and guide you into spiritual evolution using topics such as energy healing, emotion code, sacred geometry, numerology, tarot, crystals, channeling, and much more. Take a deep inhale, let it out, and listen to your soul speak to you. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Soul Speak with Jenny Israel. I am Jenny Israel. We are here to do the June channeling. And by no coincidence, this is going out on the eclipse. I have a lot to cover, so we're just going to jump right in. So the card pull that I decided to do for June's channeling was in alignment with the chakra wheel. And so basically what I did was I pulled a card for each chakra and a transcendental point and a point within the earth. So a grounding point And uh, so basically heaven and earth. I want to start with the cards that I had pulled for the overall arching theme of June, uh, which I did previously for my newsletter. And I did a three card pool this time where usually I just pick one, um, but was guided to do more of a, a supported pool. The first card that came out and, and I'm using quite a few uh, decks for this particular card pool for the, the channeling. The, the first three cards that we're going to discuss came out of a, a newer deck that I just started using that I absolutely love called the Sacred Forest Oracle by Denise Lynn. And if you are listening to this on the podcast, uh, I would encourage you to go over and take a peek at the YouTube um, when you have time. If you if you are a visual person and would like to actually see the cards, I'll do my best to do a description while I'm showing the cards as well so you can get an idea um, for the overall visual. But the first card that I pulled from the, the Sacred Forest Oracle for June is the Spirit Guardian of Winter and it's retreat. And the picture is of a cozy little cabin inside of a snow globe where it is snowing and the ground is covered in snow. And what I found interesting about this is that it is very cozy and warm inside that little cabin. But the, the analogy of the snow globe, I found very interesting, especially right now, as we're all kind of making our way back out into the world with the seeming end to a quarantine type lifestyle and how this can be a very interesting transition time for a lot of us who are eager to get out and rejoin life, right? And we're being given these opportunities now this month. And as the summer months are coming in, especially, you know, here I'm in the, the Northeastern region of the United States. And so, you know, we are turning into summer now. And I find it interesting that this card shows winter, which is the juxtaposition to summer, right? It's just kind of a hint, hint from Mother Earth and the, the nature spirits that we are very deeply anchored into Earth energy um, this month as she is doing some major shifts and changes. 
and that duality is a very real thing and that we um, potentially are in the the winter um, energy of our shadows as we go inside during these retrograde periods. June is a very complex um, cosmic month as far as planetary stuff that's going on. You know, not only are we in solar eclipse, new moon and Gemini, um, but we are inside the Saturn Uranus square and June touches four different retrogrades. So lots and lots of things happening that really is pushing us into this introspective place where we are kind of looking for retreat. We're, we're dipping a toe in here and there. Um, we we're ready to go, but, you know, experiencing some resistance and hesitation as well of going back out into the world when we have been cocooning um, for so long inside of this quarantine mentality. And so I would say inside of this retreat, uh, energy for the month of June is that we are still being shown that this is a time for introspection. Now, there's been so many messages coming at me from spirit, you know, in such a short period of time. And I'm going to do the best I can to communicate these in a timely manner because June is, how do I want to say? Okay. So spirit had shown me also the symbolism of the volcano an erupting volcano, a violent eruption of a volcano. And the funny part was, is that in the background, Spirit played for me the song Rise, is it Ride of the Valkyries or Rise of the Valkyries? Um, it's that song that you often hear that is um, like behind a fireworks show or like some sort of victorious show. But also like, I think of um, like funny movies in the past where they have depicted scenes of, you know, like the, basically the, the climax of a, of a sexual scene in a funny movie where instead of showing, you know, the actual scene, they show the volcano exploding or the torpedo going off or, you know, the geyser going off, you know, things like that. And that song playing in the background, um, this victorious end, right? This, the, the credits are rolling. That's another visual that I've been getting recently of like the movie is over and the credits are rolling. And it's this really interesting place where we're sitting in between the end and the beginning. I really feel like June is that little space, the void in between the darkness in the beginning, there was darkness, right? Everything is birthed from the void. And I do feel like we're kind of in that really interesting space right now, right? It's like the sun is being blacked out by the solar eclipse, by the moon, and we're going to get the ring of fire. There's, there's so, there's so much. Okay. Jenny focus. <laughs> so one of the other songs that spirit has been playing for me is comfortably numb. And I found that interesting because that song has always been very soothing, but the story behind it is quite sad. If you, you think about what the lyrics really mean, the, the numbing out of experience, the numbing out of emotion, um, the numbing out of life because of whatever reason, it just being too much to handle or wanting to enhance uh, a life that feels that it is in, in void. And this, this moment of retreat that we're being asked to do during this month is 
there's so much duality in it because I do feel like it's very personal. In fact, I think a lot of breakthroughs that people are having inside of this retreat time, this introspective time, this observation time to, it's almost like we're waiting to see what's going to happen next. There, there's this feeling of wanting to numb out the angsty parts of it. We've got some Neptune playing this month. You know, we've got some things going on that potentially could point to where we numb ourselves out. You know, those things that we would be considering our addictions, the things that we use to fill the void. And instead of just sitting in it, instead of being there and having an experience, a personal experience inside of that place for ourselves, we go looking for something outside of ourselves to make it go away. And I feel like the volcano image is, is kind of this, this violent release from the core of the planet, right? I mean, that's what a volcano eruption is, where the pressure builds to the point where it can't be contained any longer and it bursts forth. And we think about what, what volcanoes do in their violent eruptions. They have single-handedly wiped out civilizations and recreated the landscape of our planet. It's reshaped the surface of the earth. It's reshaped the ocean floors. It's literally built mountains that now humans are climbing, you know? So this is an incredible time of transformation, transmutation, you know, all of those things. And, and I actually, the, the other two cards that I picked with retreat was the Phoenix, which is one of the most iconic symbols of transmutation that literally rises out of fire, right? Rises out of the ash. So very appropriate with the, the volcano image. We also have the Pegasus. So we have the juxtaposition here of fire and air, right? And they do feed one another, air feeds fire. And so Pegasus, transcendence, the, the, the rising above. So we get this place of, you know, even from the place inside the snow globe of this, this safe, the safety of our, of our, our womb, um, the safety of this place where we can still look out through those walls, still see through any limitations that we are, you know, taking a look at at this point in our lives that are very visible right now and being able to watch the show that's going on outside. What all of us with this angstiness inside of, oh my gosh, what's happening next? And also this moment of realization for a lot of people, because remember eclipse seasons are, are, are cumulative, right? It's like a culmination point of, we go back to December, November, December of last year when we had our last eclipse season and, and look at what we're, we're tying up loose ends now from then and planting new seeds for the next six months. But also not just looking at the next six months, we're looking at, the eclipse season that's coming in, I think the next Gemini um, solar eclipse, which is I believe in like 2029 or something. So we're, we're really looking at long-term goals that are being created right now. Where are you in your head today? Where were you yesterday? You know, where will you set the intention to be tomorrow inside of this energy that feels as if the credits 
are rolling. The movie is over. We're, we're being birthed into the new earth. So I want you to consider that for just a minute before we move into the rest of the messages. If that were true, if it was an absolute truth that today is the day that your karma has been cleared, that the new earth is being born, and the only thing that exists is you inside of your, sp your full spiritual birthrights and free will. So you could literally do anything you want to do, be anything that you want to be. What would that look like? And one of the things that I want to talk about is this, the goal setting, right? Manifestation, because there's a lot of manifestation that goes on in the new moon. And I had read something yesterday on my Instagram feed that really like sunk in for me. And it was about when you're going into this manifestation energy, don't think about how you're going to get what you want, right? It's not about the who, what, where, when is what creates a lot of ego-based anxiety because we're trying to control the outcomes and we're trying to figure out what that looks like. That means that we move away from trust and faith, knowing that the, the unknown is there for a reason and that everything is going to be exactly the way that it should be based on the intentions and the, the just one foot in front of the other kind of action, that it's going to take care of itself. So putting those questions away, it's not about the how, it's more about why. Why do you want those things? Is it because of the way they make you feel? Probably. In some sense, there is a freedom or a liberation in those things that you are wishing for. What you want to manifest somehow is going to give you your freedom, give you love, and give you your power back. But in this moment, we're being shown that we can do this right now, all based on the power of our thoughts and our hearts and the combination of those two things creates our God self inside of the will to manifest a new earth that matches the visions that we've had for so long. So what does that look like? And we're being asked to, to really hold these seeds in the fertile ground of the now and this very powerful time to help bring this new earth into matter right? I mean, we, we live in the realm of matter and duality. So actually watching these things come into form sometimes takes longer than getting our spirits there, right? Like we get there first and then the world kind of follows suit. So, you know, we are being asked to remember that, you know, we are in a time where we are transmuting the old and transcending into the new. And we're doing this inside. And this is what I mean about it being very personal because you could be having these volcano moments, you know, these volcano moments, these breakthrough moments, these aha moments that are, you want to tell someone like, oh my God, I just had this idea. But when you try to verbalize it, it loses its power. And the other person's like, huh? Like, Okay, well, I'm glad you're stoked about it, you know, but I think that's on purpose. It's it's yours because it, it's profound for you because it's your story, right? It's not someone else's story. It's yours. And this is why it's profound for you in that moment. Not that you can't share with those people that you're super close to and that you're on this journey together. Um, more likely than not, it will benefit them in some way to share it, but that 
No one's going to get it like you're getting it. And that's your, that's your little miracle in that moment of being able to receive a complete and total clearing of something that has been a block up until now. And it's really only gonna be meaningful to you and that's okay. But what we're gonna see in these cards is that what is happening for you in these very personal moments are what is contributing to the birth of the new earth right now, because it is a collective movement of all of us having our breakthroughs at the same time or within a similar timeline that is bringing this into form. And so even though you may be quote unquote alone in your breakthrough moment, it is for the highest good of all things, the whole planet, the whole collective, humanity as a whole. So we want to keep that in mind because keeping our vibrations high, meaning focusing on love, focusing on whatever this new truth is that you're coming into that's making you feel empowered and liberated, what's vibrating in, in this idea of freedom inside of your body, this idea that life is inherently good and that we all came from source God that, that is love and compassion and forgiveness and, and peace and grace and all of those things. So really being in that place. And, and if you're having a moment, it's okay. In any given moment, even in the darkness, we can always find gratitude. And we hold that little spark of light of gratitude that will guide us out of that place that was a necessity for us to touch. Because remember, we're in a world of contrast. We cannot be in the purity of the light until we have been in the other place. So, and having compassion for maybe you already are out. Maybe you've bounced up to your high vibration. Maybe you're in the light, but maybe your neighbor or your, your buddy or, or your partner is still down there. That's okay. We're, we're having compassion for each other in this moment in time of growth and, and, and transformation and waking up. So I'm going to go from the top down because that's just what I'm feeling. We're going to start with the transcendental point. So the heaven card basically is what I pulled. And this is coming from the, the deck called The Secret Language of Light, Transmissions from Your Soul by Denise Jarvie. And this card is of a heart with a dove above. So, I mean, this is very sacred heart, very, you know, Holy Spirit to me, um, which I do equate with Metatron because I do believe him to be the architect, the grand architect, the architect of Holy Spirit. I also think obviously of the, the Holy Trinity with this, Jesus energy, Mother Mary, but the core of us, the core of our, our hope and our purpose and our, and this process that we're in right now of uh, awakening the ascension and the new planet in, in this card. And it is number 40 and it's color. Now, I haven't read the guidebook for this, but there's, there's prismatic light in this card. I mean, it's like every color of the rainbow. And that's really what I was feeling when I looked at it. It also kind of has that cosmic nebula um, kind of feeling. And this idea of the, the, the burst of light coming out from the center of the heart. And I do think of it as the rainbow. And so we're also, it's June, it's pride month too, right? We're, I mean, there's all of these different things that are coming together um, with the same purpose, which is love is love, right? Love is the answer. 
And love is the vibration that we're moving toward inside of unification. And so color in, in the number 40 reduces to four, which is very foundational. We're talking about, that's like the cube, the root chakra. Um, you know, where, what is our new foundation going to be? Well, it's going to be prismatic. It's going to be all the colors, right? And, and that being, I mean, it's not a, a coincidence that that's a sign of unity and healing and hope, you know, the, the, the rainbow, the, the somewhere over the rainbow, you know, the, the world that we want to go to the pot, pot of gold at the end of the rainbow, the gift, right. Um, the reality that we all want to get to. And so this is the, the heaven point of this moment is, and, and thinking as you're, you're calling in light for your body um, during this time to what better thing to do to medicate, quote unquote, the void. Don't go looking for food or alcohol or sex or shopping or, you know, whatever it is that you got work, you know, keeping yourself busy. Um, just go for the rainbow, fill that void with the rainbow light, go into the heart and, and focus on that rainbow. And this is where we're going to get that bridge of light that we need. I also think that it's a really cool symbolism for eclipse season is um, the portal between death and rebirth. So we do tend to see um, a lot of souls cross over during eclipse time. We also get to see lots of babies being born, you know, and this idea of rainbow bridge, right? Where souls traverse back and forth between the this realm, the physical realm and the realm of spirit. And so we're also looking at a time when the veil is down and our ability to move back and forth across rainbow bridge is very clear and very strong in our ability to connect with the ethers, with our guides. There's never been a better time. And this place of retreat that we're being asked to go into is where you will be able to hear that inner voice. And so you are being encouraged during this retrograde time and during this eclipse season to slow down because it's the sometimes it's the only way we can hear what's going on inside that inner voice and in our connection with spirit. So moving into the crown chakra, we have, and this is from the, my new angel, Archangel Power Tarot deck by Radley Valentine. King of Gabriel, generous, inspirational, dramatic, and driven. Keep your eyes on the big picture. Leave the details to others. Experience that leads to success. Genuine concern for others. King of Gabriel. So this card has an, an orange color to it. Um, Gabriel is, I always associate Gabriel not only with the, uh, the, the, the Annunciation, right? But the birth of our gifts, the development of our truth and the, and kind of that, the horn, you know, like I'm here, I'm here, I've arrived and I'm going to do it with all of my gifts intact and I'm going to speak my truth to the world and I'm not going to, and I'm going to do it without apologies and I'm not going to be afraid anymore. You know, the, the King card often shows us uh, someone who's going to be coming into our lives. Um, well, the King, the Queen, the, the, um, the court cards usually show represent something that's going to be coming into our lives that has that personality. I, I do feel that this is our 
collective emergence back into a newly formed divine masculine. Now, you know, you all know that I'm focusing on that this month um, as far as the divine masculine development and what that is and what it looks like, um, our healing process inside of that. It's basically finding our way back to God and healing those channels that got broken so long ago. When we think about God, the father, it really is healing those old reverberations of our, the misplaced power inside of masculine historically and sins of the father. You know, I mean, we can talk about that forever, but I do feel like this card being positioned at the crown chakra, this is unification, right? This is a unification moment um, inside the crown chakra where we can rise above and see things from the perspective perspective of our higher self um, from that place of um, more of our divine perspective, divine intelligence, spirit, spiritual intelligence of the, the bigger picture. And you even hear it here, leave the details to others. I've been saying this for the last couple of weeks. I've been hearing it in my head from spirit, the devil's in the details. And then this whole card spread, that was actually a theme that I saw. It was like, Every card theme that popped up, I, it just was driving home the same thing, which is we're going back to basics, right? We're starting a new, we're building a new world. We're going back to basics, but the new basics is based on unity consciousness, this higher level of truth, which is built on mutual respect, love, trust, freedom, you know, all of those things. And so the, the details is where we try to control. We try to get in there and we try to control expectations and outcomes. And we're like, okay, well, plan A, plan B, plan C, it's going to look like this. Instead of just allowing that trust factor to come in and allow our simple intentions of being, not doing, of being guiding the way and that becoming the architect for what will come into form instead of our egos trying to control every little detail because inside of that detailed control there is a, a broken trust faith is not leading that charge and we're being asked to go back to a place of divine knowing faith and trust inside of our new direction and in this, we will come back together in a generation, in a generous spirit um, to one another. The third eye card that I pulled is from the same deck. It's an, the number nine from the major arcana, Epiphany, Archangel Raziel. Nine is in numerology is the number of resolution. It means we've come to the end of an era, an end of a phase. And epiphany, like I, this is what I was talking about. We're, we're all having them right now, but they're, they can be very personal. And perhaps it's something that you're almost having to experience on your own because it is very personal. I always think of Raziel because he's like this old sage looking angel, Like he's the hermit card. Like I always think of him as the hermit. And when he pops up, I know it's time to pull back and sit down and not just look at my knowledge, but this card came up for another client earlier today, knowledge into wisdom. How are we applying what we've learned or how do we plan to apply what we've learned? Knowledge is amazing, but if you don't put it into use, then you can't build anything with it. It's just, you're just sitting on knowledge. 
And it's wonderful to know things, but you don't expand yourself or send out expansion ripples into the universe if you're not creating action. And wisdom comes from doing, having new experiences, creating new beliefs through new somatic experiences, right? So the third eye, which is our higher vision, and it's the extrasensory, right? So it's the things that we can't see with our eyes, the things we can't hear with our ears, so on and so forth. This is where dimensional truth comes from. We're being asked to see what we can't. We're being asked to hear what isn't being said. And the reason why is because we're trying to go within and figure out where we stand inside of our own personal truth. Not because somebody led us there, not because somebody told us that's how it is, and not because our history has said, this is the way life looks. So that's the way it's always going to be. And the epiphany is that we get to actually make our own choices in this and that free will is ours to access at this point. This card is joy through spiritual growth, be a light to others, answers that come through meditation. So the other part of this that I'd like to say, in a higher knowing and an enlightened person, we understand that the world changes through doing our own work and that it ripples out from our heart. So when we heal ourselves, we contribute to the overall health of the planet and to humanity. We get to heal relationships through healing our own trauma, through healing our own trigger points. We get to move into a deeper sense of purpose in our career and the work and what we're doing in service by actually going within our hearts and figuring out what purpose is calling to us. So all of the answers lie within. And the more we go within to do that work and, and meditate on those things, on how we can be the best version of ourselves in this very brief human experience, then we send those ripples out into the world. So the next card in line is the throat chakra and which is the channel of expression and the channel of truth. And this is such a beautiful card. This came from my elemental Oracle and deck, and it is the card of Marine life. And it's the card of 32. So we have number five showing up because we are in the year of five, the year of change, the year of liberation, this is such a beautiful card. It shows all the different species of the ocean coexisting together and all of their colors and all of their differences, but they create this perfect ecosystem all together, you know, supporting one another. And in this world of water where there is no density, right? It's like everything is buoyant. We're floating. We don't feel the weight of the world. Um, you know, water being that of emotion of the divine mother, being able to express our truth in a, in an environment that supports it and doesn't judge it, but thrives because of the differences. Right. So I actually do want to read the description. I'm, I'm, I'm being guided to do so for this particular one. As I said, the card is number 32 and it's it, it, the title of the card is Marine Life, but it also says richness. Okay, so from the booklet, fertility is yours. Your wishes will be granted. That's interesting because the throat chakra is very connected to the sacral chakra, which as we know is our fertility center. It's our, it's our womb, it's our birth birth point, um, but we cannot birth new things into the world without the full support and clarity of the throat chakra to help us do that. 
Fertility is yours. Your wishes will be granted. There is more than one way to find a solution to a problem. Adapt to the new. The word of power from this card is richness. As a biome, the oceans are unmatched in richness and variety of life. It is estimated that the oceans contain a total of 230,000 marine species, but this, is just, this just scratches the surface. There are perhaps more than 2 million marine species yet to be classified. Marine life is vital to the health of our planet because the majority produce oxygen and sequester carbon, something we so desperately need in this time of man-made climate change. The oceans do indeed demand our respect but I believe its creatures demand it even more so. Even if they approach you out of curiosity, sea animals are wild and should not be pursued. They should be given all the space they need. It is worth remembering. It is we who are visiting them and not the other way around. Should you ever go with an organized adventure or a tour company, choose only those that strictly follow a code of practice and protect the animals and the sea itself and the local laws and permissions of the area that you are diving or snorkeling and in interacting with an element of water. I love that little reminder that we are, we are visiting them, not the other way around. And I think that this is part of the new consciousness of the new earth is moving back into a place of reverence of her power. I think that, you know, last month I was seeing the earthquakes this month, I'm seeing the volcanoes, you know, we're, we're looking at natural, the natural power of mother earth to create and destroy and, and, and grow, you know, and balance and, and all of those things. We see all the seasons represented in this deck as well, or in this card pool being in reverence of that that we are not in control of her yet it is the other way around and she will continue to figure out how to find balance even as humanity might try to take her out of balance and so it's something to understand about the natural laws of the universe and the natural laws of life is that change is constant death is constant rebirth is constant coming into balance is the natural way of life and this is why duality exists it's why contrast exists so we can experience balance. And one way or another, in the expression of this now, we are going to experience change, but we will come back into balance. This is a moment in time. This is not forever. I think it's something that we need reminding sometimes that when we're in really challenging times in our life, that it's just a moment. It's just one moment. And we could wake up the next day and everything could be different. And so it's, it's keeping that higher perspective that life continues on. So the, the next is the heart chakra, which I pulled the card 10 of Gabriel. So we have another, another card from the major arcana deck of Gabriel from this particular tarot deck that I'm using. 10 is the resolution number in the minor arcana, okay? So that means it's a, it's a full story that's been told. And this card is ask your angels for helpful people to lighten your load, working too many hours or trying too hard to please others. So this is an out of balance card, right? We're, we're seeing that it's time for a change. Um, this resolution card is it's time for change. We're looking for guidance on how to do that. We're calling in help to figure out how we can do things in a new way that is a little bit more of the heart, 
um, where we are not ex going to an extreme one way or the other, um, that we're, we're in a more balanced state, working too many hours, trying too hard to please others. I mean, gosh, no one's harder on you than you, right? The, the expectations that have been placed on you, the majority of them are coming from you. Limitations and boundaries are one of the things we're being asked to explore right now. Through the Saturn uh, Uranus square, we have the conversation between two planets that are basically the, the, the du duality of each other, right? We have Saturn, who's the Lord of Karma, who comes in to talk about limitations and contracts and learning and you know all of those things. And then we have um, Uranus, who says we are limitless, we are boundless, we are you know, creatures of the stars, we are divine beings, we can do anything, you know, and those two clashing, squaring off and, and having a really important conversation about how do we land in the middle, right? How do we come into our full spiritual power as divine beings having a human experience? How can we be the best human we can be in this amazing life? this amazing reality that we've been given a very short time to live inside of, right? So this, this idea of giving too much, doing too much, it's like, where is the too much happening? Because this is where the pendulum needs to swing for you. This is a place where we are unburdening ourselves, where we are realizing the limitations that we've created for ourselves that are demanding these expectations. And we're being shown the opportunity to pull those walls down and create boundaries that do support our health and our happiness and our and our flexibility and our, our truth and loving ourselves, you know, but you know, we're, we're repositioning our boundaries, right? Because I think there's some that we put up that allow too much, or we have zero boundaries, right? We have no boundaries in places where we do need some. And then we've created these concrete walls in places where we need freedom to move around. And so we're being asked to really look at that structure again, in a way that would allow some sort of growth to start to occur. Okay, so what's next? Okay, so we are moving into the solar plexus. Now, this card is very appropriate for the solar plexus, the self-esteem card. This card is from the Ask Your Guides deck, also new for me, Sonia Coquette. Um, so the, the self-esteem card, number 16. Again, we have a vibration of seven, introspection, spiritual intelligence, spiritual study. Um, those, the going within, I always think of that hermit energy again, like the Archangel Raziel energy, although the guardian angel that's associated with this particular card is Archangel Michael. So we're going into this place. That's very much like, I think some people feel like it's a battlefield. Some people feel like it's completely uncharted territory. Some people feel like it's a minefield. You know, they're, the ego is going a little bit crazy right now inside of this transition into a higher level of trust and faith. When we stop focusing on the details and we start going back to basics and looking at it from more of this unity consciousness perspective, we, we are not being distracted by the devil that's in the details anymore because we're, we're moving more into a, a 5D mentality, which is as long as I'm focusing on manifesting from the heart. I'm focusing on the why, remember we just talked about that, not the how, the why, then 
I'm really going into a place of trusting that if I'm focusing on that, the universe will support me. God will support me by bringing things into form without me really having to worry about it. Right. So this is a, a deep mastery of manifestation. And so the solar plexus is bringing in the energy, the confidence, the self-esteem, the, the support of our warrior angel to know that as we are moving into this uncharted territory, that we are safe, that we are protected, that we have the ability to do this. We can do this. We can do hard things, right? It's an awesome quote. And we will do this just like humanity has overcome so many other obstacles in our timelines, this, this idea of being able to march into victory because we can, we have the courage, we have the confidence, we have the will, we have the manifestation power, and we are very well supported in our spirit realm at this point. You know, everything is in alignment right now. To, to move into this portal of change, to bring new earth into form. The sacral chakra and the root chakra. There was a very interesting thing that happened here as I was deciding on what decks to use for these two things. Normally my root chakra, I would go to my masculine cards because it's a very masculine chakra. Sacral chakra, I would go to my feminine cards because it's one of our feminine chakras. But I was actually drawn to the Jesus deck that I have for the sacral chakra and my Mary Magdalene deck for the root chakra. And I felt that this juxtaposition was very appropriate right now, given the fact that we're moving into this deeper sense of what the divine masculine is and allowing that, allowing that energetic shift to take place, which is allowing the masculine energy to come in to what we otherwise think of as our divine feminine womb that supportive, nurturing, compassionate, emotional, empathetic, empathic, creative, you know, all of those things, allowing the divine masculine to occupy this space for a little while so it can be birthed. And so the fact that I was drawn to the Jesus card, I felt was very appropriate. And the card that I drew was the, the verse, John chapter 10, verse 11, I am the good shepherd, the good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. And there's only a certain amount of I am statements that Jesus utters in scripture, because there is the idea that the I am statements are moments where he does actually equate himself to God, right? And that God-like stature. And in this, he is, you know, he basically is saying, I am the good shepherd. And they talk about in the Bible, they talk about what a difficult job it was being a shepherd the toll that it took on the shepherds because of the fact that they were constantly standing guard at the gateway for their sheep, that the sheep were just moved, just would move with the shepherd. They just assumed that they were protected, but there were predators, there were thieves there, you know, so all of these things that they came up against to keep their flock safe. And I feel like this is Jesus moving into the sacral chakra and saying, I've got you just make space for me. I'm here. Allow the masculine to heal. Let's give birth to something new to make permanent change in our world and give the masculine the power and credit it, that it deserves to be in its balanced state. And that we need to make space for this. We need to nurture it. And we need to open up fertile ground for this to happen through compassion, through creative thinking, 
through problem solving, through forgiveness. You know, there's lots of aspects that are coming in to this area to give birth to the other part of our awakening that we haven't paid a whole lot of attention to um, until recently. And so I think that him moving into the sacral chakra with this very godlike statement of I'm here to watch over you. Um, I will keep you safe. I will, I will, my life is for yours, right? So we move into the root chakra now and look at the statements come coming from Mary Magdalene. And what I love about the energy of Mary Magdalene is like we think of the blessed mother, that Mary, right? As like the unconditional compassionate love that we need, that sacred heart. And I think of Mary Magdalene as being that, but the warrior, like with no apologies, I will bring my strength. And so she's really the divine feminine, you know, that, that idea of being able to, to merge the vulnerability with the strength. And there were two cards that actually popped out of the deck. The, the main card was heart and soul. And then the supportive card that popped out was serendipity. Now, serendipity has something to do with synchronicities, right? Um, it has something to do with fate or destiny. And the cool thing about this particular solar eclipse is that we do see a connection with the North Node. We're, we're seeing a connection with the destiny line and the inevitable shift of mankind towards something better. And so there's, there's something hopeful in this. And I am going to read from the, um, the little guidebook for this for heart and soul, since that was the main card that came out to support the, the root chakra. You are blessed and guided by the eternal spirit of love. A positive transformation is occurring in your life this very moment. Close your eyes and feel yourself bathed in the love which stems from the heart of the goddess. This card confirm, confirmation is that all that is unfolding as it should in this moment, there is no need for concern. So stop taking things so seriously and just trust. All unfolds in perfect harmony. Life is always full of opportunity. I'm guided and I am protected. I surrender my concerns to the goddess of eternal. Very appropriate for root chakra. That's about protection, right? It's about, I am safe. I am supported. I am secure. I have everything that I need. I am provided for. So this is really perfect for where we're going. The new foundation, the new foundation is being supported in this way. And then serendipity, let's see what the book has to say about that one. Over the coming days, pay attention to little synchronicities that stem from unexpected events. A life-changing event or inspiration is soon going to reveal itself, perhaps when you least expect it and in the most unlikely place. Through this event, you gain a deeper awareness of spiritual reality that is surrounding you. This results in a heightened sensitivity and you realize that you are being spiritually guided towards new and rewarding experiences. A serendipitous event leads you to new creative possibilities and positive opportunities. New friendships are formed and many blessings come your way. And I love the fact that this card has the, the flame at the bottom. It's got fireworks and stars above her head. I feel like it really matches with that volcano um, fireworks display kind of rise of the Valkyries, you know, that, that energy of, of victory and something new coming forth to reshape our landscape and, and create uh, something new. The final card is that of what I considered earth, right? Earth and heaven. And so the, the final card that I have for this card pool is the queen of Raphael, 
Raphael being the archangel, our medical angel, the angel of the heart chakra, kind, understanding, giving, psychic. And I love that this is a feminine energy coming in with one of our male angels. Follow your heart, a love of home and family, trustworthy psychic information. So I do feel like this is the mother earth speaking, right? We talked about the um, the king and the queen and, you know, these, the page, these are usually when these show up in your card readings, they're talking about that energy coming into your life in some way, either you're coming into that position in your life, or there's a person coming in to that position in your life. that's going to bring this to you. And I do feel like this is the transcendence, the transformation of mother earth into more of our 5d, our new earth that she's going to be showing up for us if we can allow that connection to take place. So June, very complex. <laughs> There's a lot going on guys, a lot. And you know, this is just the beginning. June is a month to certainly, I would say, watch where your energy is going conserve and prioritize the projects that you're working on, the friendships that you're nurturing, um, the energy that you're placing in your partnerships. You know, I know for me personally, it has been a very obvious place for me to place my energy is in my home with my children, with my marriage, my family. I'm really bringing the energy back to home and this, this place of retreat for me. And I think that's probably because of the way these planets are landing in my chart. There's a lot of focus on my relation to my partnership, my kids. And so that that's a very natural place for me to place my energy. And I know that my return on my investment is going to be good from that. And that I've, I've pulled back from some other places and that's been on purpose. And I think that we need to pay attention to that. It's not about being everything to everyone. It's not about making sure everybody has every, they, everything that they need. That's not an expectation that can be fulfilled. Um, we can't always make everybody happy. And sometimes the focus needs to be on making ourselves healthy and happy. And then we then have a full vessel to serve from when the time comes. And everyone's kind of in a place where you know, if, if you feel that someone has pulled back from you in some way, I want to offer a different perspective other than abandonment. Although abandonment is one of the issues that we're healing right now, because the abandonment by God is part of the separation that we're experiencing the healing of right now. And so we may see this show up in our lives in some way. And I do challenge you to pivot on that, to look at different facets of that truth of abandonment. And perhaps someone is pulling back from you because you need the opportunity to stand back up, get back on your own feet and start figuring out what this looks like. Um, a lot of us wait for someone that we trust or love to tell us what to do, to tell us where to go, to be the, the thing that we need, the pillar that we need to continue on. And although community is very important, partnerships and relationships, very important right now, we need to make sure that we are taking responsibility for our own growth, that we're walking our own path, that we're finding our own truth, and that the expectation that someone's going to show up to rescue us or save us or do it for us is an outdated way of thinking. That's the 3D thought. The 5D is that inside of loving ourselves the way that God would love us, that 
we amplify our spirit, we amplify our power, and that ripples out into the people around us and they benefit from it. And inside of that unification and owning our own stuff and keeping our side of the street clean, then the world becomes a better place. So I'm sure I'll be back soon. I I don't have any particular card in this in this pool that is specifically for the eclipse, but I will I'll go back to say that I do feel that a very important focus for the eclipse period is to consider all of these things. Going back to the basics, we're really going back to the idea of a foundation of love, of unity consciousness, of going within, that the answers are there and love is love and that we we are all one and this is bringing me so much hope regardless of how this might manifest in our physical realm you know as far as the way that things need to deconstruct in order to be built anew i feel so hopeful and so excited about what is to come and I hope that you all um, resonated with this and got something out of this this June forecast. I know there's there's still lots in store. It's you know just be where you are, be in the day that's here, and from moment to moment, checking in with yourself to see what you need in that moment. And you know the the idea of that song, the comfortably numb, pops up again. That it's okay to be in the void. It's okay, and that this is temporary and this too shall pass and that we are looking towards brighter and better days. And for your manifestation, for the new moon and your meditation, it's to think about if we truly were in this absolute truth that today is the first day of the new earth and that we have nothing other than free will working with us, that karma has been clear, that we're closed, that we can be anything that we wanna be, go anywhere we wanna go, do anything we wanna do. What is that? form of self, what would that look like for you? And focus on the why, the feelings around it and start this new journey. So blessings for the solar eclipse, new moon to all of you. I'm wishing you a beautiful month of June. Check back in for my other podcast that I'm going to be doing later this month to honor the divine masculine and the different men in my life. And also, I'm sure I'll be doing some um, additional teachings on what the Divine Masculine is. So come over to Instagram and follow so you get my lives. Love and healing to all of you. Happy New Moon. Thank you for tuning in and listening to Soul Speak. I'm Jenny Israel, medical intuitive, energy healer, spiritual activator, counselor, and teacher. You can learn more by following me on Facebook or Instagram at Jenny Israel CPC. That's Jenny Israel and then the letter CPC. If you would like to receive more messages from Spirit directly to your mailbox, visit JennyIsrael.com, scroll down to the bottom, and subscribe to my newsletter. You can also contact me through my website or social media to set up a one-on-one session or to check out my upcoming spiritual development classes. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please help support my show by giving it a five-star review in Apple Podcasts. Spirit and I will speak to you again soon. Blessings and light to all.